0: Welcome to the Sev Talks Money Podcast, where it's all about renewing, rebranding, and rebuilding you and your finances after a major life event. And now, here's your host, Dr. Severin Bryan. Hey friends, today we're talking about our mind and our money. The mind is really a powerful tool. And if we can harness the power of the mind, oh, how much we can achieve. Stay tuned for today's discussion. Hey, friends. Let's talk about our mind and our money. I want to kick this off with a quote from Earl Nightingale. And it says, whatever we plant in our subconscious mind and nourish with repetition and emotions will one day become reality. This is speaking to me to say That whatever thing we plant in our mind, whatever goal we get in our mind, whatever plan we've put in place, in order for it to grow to fruition, we have to nourish it. With everything that we have, everything that we do, we have to nourish that plan so that it can become reality. I love quotes because they provoke you to thought. Quotes really get you thinking about your life, about your choices. And this one from Earl Nightingale has done that with me. Uh, it, it's reminded me that what, whatever goals I have, I need to water them with my actions and with my thoughts. So going back to the topic of let's talk about our mind and our money. The mind is a very powerful thing. And it is up to us to harness the power of the mind to reach our goal. But the first thing we have to do is to determine what those goals are. And to determine the goals, we really should examine the drivers that inspire us to choose one goal over another. So in today's broadcast, I want to challenge you. To think about two things and the first one is what are your goals and how do you determine them and the second one is to explore and exercise the monuments that have us bound so let's talk about the first one what are your goals and how do you determine determine them for me for the very longest time because of what people thought about me, what people said about me, I put, I made my goals very small and what I thought I could achieve with minimum of effort. And I'm realizing now that I have so much more inside of me than what people thought about me, what family members thought about me, what people in my church thought about me, because I didn't speak a certain way. I didn't interact with people a certain way. I was put in different categories. I was categorized in in ways that made me feel like I shouldn't even try to reach my goals. So what are your goals again? And how do you determine them? Do you make your goals based on the limiting beliefs that people place on you? Are you trying to achieve something because somebody say, you can, you'll can, you never be a doctor because you don't like science. Maybe that was in third grade or fourth grade or, or sixth grade. Now you're an adult. Is it still the same that you don't like science or you're not good at science? Or are you operating from what was said to you those many years ago? Maybe a family member told you that you'll never be anything. So you make your goals real small Because you think if I make it small, I can achieve it and then they can see that I'm achieving something, but that's not what you were called to do. Are you thinking you can't do certain things, accomplish certain things because of past behavior? I was told that I couldn't preach the gospel because I, you know, at 16 when I got saved that I wasn't obedient And I didn't listen when adults spoke to me. So how am I going to be thinking about preaching the gospel? None of us are perfect. All of us make mistakes at one time or another. So are you going to live your life based on past mistakes? Or are you going to push past those and be who you were designed to be? People have said things to us and about us that cause us to downsize our dreams. And you have to remember, I have to remember that we're created with everything to be our best self. So you have to now, I challenge you to explore what labels have people placed on you. And is that in any way inhibiting you from being your best self? I have to examine that all the time because I know I'm not the best speaker. I know I have physical limitations. I have a lisp. You know, there are certain there's there things that people have said will impede my progress in terms of what I want to get done. But am I going to walk past that or am I going to allow that to stop me from being who I'm, I'm, I'm made meant to be? So let's say you are somebody who is shy and people always say that to you. But is that all you are? Do you not set aside that shyness and become who you need to be as circumstances dictate? Maybe you go back to your shyness, but that's not, that's not 100% of you. Whatever label they've placed on you, truth or not, you're not 100% that. None of us are 100% anything. We are complex. We are multifaceted. And because of that, we cannot allow somebody's one label to stop us from being who we are designed to be. Let's think about elephants. Elephants are big and powerful, but they are trained from a very young age to stay in place. When they're young, a chain is put on their legs and they are tied to a stake. So every time they try to move, because they're tied to the stake, they're held in place. Eventually, the chain is left on their legs, but they're no longer tied to that stake. And guess what? They never move. They never try to move because in their mind, they are still attached to that state and they'll never be able to move. And some of us, we operate in that vein. The things that tied us when we were younger, we've been trained in our minds to think we are those things. And because of that, now that we are older and we have freedom of choice, we don't make the best choices because our choices are now tied to the things we were told about ourselves. As I said before, the mind is a powerful thing and we, it can be used to our advantage or to our disadvantage. So that leads me to the second thing that I want to challenge you about, which is to explore and exorcise the money myths that have us bound. When we explore those things, it helps us to see why we make the choices we make. Are you spending, every time you get your paycheck, you're going shopping, buying new clothes that you really have a closet full of clothes with tags that you haven't even worn. Why are you doing that? What belief do you have about yourself that make you feel like you need to get the newest style of everything in order to feel good? to look good. What is it that's causing you to make those choices? So, today I'm I'm challenging you and challenging myself to explore and exercise get rid of those money myths. People say money is evil. Money is not. Money is a tool. It's an instrument that we use to get the things we need. And many of us, we limit ourselves from going after the things that we desire because we think money is evil. So we don't, we just want to get just enough to live. We want to get just enough to buy the house, just enough to pay for that car. Why not go for the surplus, the, the six-figure salary, the seven-figure <laughs> that can help us bless our families so they don't have to start over. I don't want my daughter to start over. And I'm sure you don't want your family members to start over. Every generation should not have to start over. So whatever the thing is that is chaining our minds, that's causing us to feel like we can't accomplish the things we need to accomplish, I'm challenging you, I'm challenging myself to exercise those monuments, exercise those limiting beliefs that cause us to not believe in our, our potential they are people who love money more than they love people. If they can do anything, whether it's legal or illegal, ethical or unethical, they will do it because they love money so much. That's not what I'm talking about here. That's loving money to the exclusion of all else. I'm saying go after money because money, that tool that can make, your life and the life of your family members and those people you come in contact with a better lifestyle. A carpenter gets the best. He gets the best hammer. He gets the best chisel. He gets the best nails to do his job. Money is a similar tool. You do what you can to make the most that you can to make your life better and to make the life of other people better. And as I wrap up, I want to challenge you to, to also be intentional in whatever choices you make. If you're not intentional in your choices, what people say or do will derail you. And you will, make your, you will find yourself taking paths and making choices that do not serve you. When you make up your mind to be intentional about your goals, you won't be as easily sidetracked. And I'm speaking from experience. Initially, when I started my doctorate, I knew that there were people who did not believe in me, people who did not support me when I said things. They would—they just never, they didn't support me. And initially that bothered me. But then I realized I had a daughter I needed to set set an example for. And so I became intentional and it didn't matter what people thought, it didn't matter what people said, I was going to do this. It took nights of crying, (laughs) nights of not enough sleep. But I accomplished that goal. And that's because I became intentional about it. So I'm challenging you to also become intentional about your goals. Don't be derailed or sidetracked by what people think or say about you. You are uniquely and powerfully made. There is nobody like you. Your fingerprints are unique. There's nobody else in the world that has your fingerprint. That tells me you're special. Someone says the mind is a powerful thing and what it conceives and believe it can achieve so i'm believing in you and i'm believing in myself that we're going to reach the goals that we've destined that we're destined to reach and as i end i want to end with this quote from tony robbins as i said i love quotes because they really provoke you to thought they make you think about what it the message that the person that said that quote What message are they trying to say? And it makes you really think through, dig into it and see how it can be applied to your life. And this quote from Tony Robbins says, before the mind can work efficiently, we must develop our perceptions of the outcomes we expect to reach. When the mind has a defined target, it can focus and direct and refocus and redirect until it reaches its intended goal. So that tells me that we first have to get that goal in mind. We have to develop a perception of what it is that we think we want to achieve. Are you wanting to get that degree? Are you wanting to build that business? Are you wanting to get to a six figure business? Are you wanting to work with people in the community to do for maybe personal finance education? Or you wanna go into low income neighborhoods? Do you wanna get young girls and and speak into young girls and tell them who they are so they don't they don't have to feel like they have to lay with a man before they're fully developed uh, emotionally and before they're fully matured to get something to get money or to get you know to buy clothes or whatever they don't have to do that they don't have to sell their bodies to Achieve the things they want because they are unique and you can you can be the one to direct them where they need to go. Do you need to talk to young boys, teach them how to pull up their pants and to to walk with their heads up and be proud of who they are? Every one of us have a purpose and have everything inside of us to accomplish the things we are destined to accomplish. And as long as we're breathing, it is never too late. So the question now is. What can we do right now to change the trajectory of our lives? If our lives are not going the way we want it to, how can we change that? How will we harness the power of the mind to reach our goals and get our money right? Because again, money is a tool and we need that tool to execute and do the things that we need to do so we can be a blessing to our family and those around us. So I hope today's broadcast has helped to deliver the goal that I have for this broadcast and want or at least one of them, which is to educate, coach, and guide women into realizing their full financial potential. That's what I want for me. And that's what I want for you, that we will realize our full financial potential, our full overall potential, because again, as I said, we are unique, we are wonderfully And miraculously made. There is nobody else on the earth like you. Think about that. Nobody's fingerprint matches yours. You are special. And I am special. And so I want us to get our minds together. So that our mind can. We can harness the power of the mind. And get our money right. Thank you so much. For listening. To the Sev Talks Money broadcast. I'll see you later, friend. Thanks for listening to the Sev Talks Money podcast. Find us on sevtalksmoney.com, Spotify, Apple Podcast, and many more. See you next time.